Hey, it's your girl, Ashley Gray, coming to you with another episode of Girl Code 101. And this is part six of my series called Growing Through Grief. Stay tuned. Hey, it's your girl, Ashley Gray, creator and host of the Girl Code 101 podcast. And I'm here to tell you that you can listen to Girl Code 101 all the time and not just on Sundays when a new episode is released. Go to www.girlcode101. All of the episodes are there from the very first one up until the most recent one. There are also opportunities to advertise with me as well as be a guest on my show. Yes, I'm doing that. Go to www.girlcode101.com as well as following this podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, The Works, all under girlcode101.com. So that way you can stay connected. Again, www.girlcode101.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Girl Code 101. If this is your first time listening, welcome. You've picked a really great day to be a part of the Girl Code 101 podcast. And if you are a returning listener, I always appreciate the love. So this is part six and it almost is kind of like coming up finally to some light. Um, if Depending on where you are in the grief and loss process and the steps, you know what I'm saying? Um, I just want to let you know that there is hope and there is light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and to, and this is when we get to the topic of acceptance. Um, if you have not heard the past five episodes of this series, I strongly suggest that you go back and listen to it. Um, whether you have experienced grief and loss, or maybe um, you know grief and loss is coming at some point, or if you're somebody's support system during their grief and loss process, um, I feel like you being able to listen to um, the past five episodes will definitely give you some insight on what that person may be feeling or what they're going through and all the different things and how you can be helpful helpful to them but today I want to be able to shine some light um, and give you some hope Um, because today I'm talking about acceptance and acceptance in the grief and loss process is embracing the present both good and bad in order to shape the future I'm going to read that again. It's embracing the present, both good and bad, in order to shape the future. And this is where we've gone through the previous five steps and we felt our feelings and and different things have transpired. I know last week I spoke about depression and that was a very heavy topic um, to talk about, um, especially with that being something that I have personally dealt with and still am dealing with. Um, to be able to have that discussion was, you know, it was, it did take a little bit of a toll on me. Um, but it also helped me as I was talking about it. Um, and I definitely did get some DMs about how it was helpful to a lot of people as well. And just having that tough conversation. Um, but acceptance. So we've gone through all of the different steps and we finally get, we'll get to a place, whether you're there Um, Or if you haven't gotten there yet, we'll get to a place where we're just like, okay, this has happened. 
you know what I'm saying? The, the past is the past. And look towards your future. Okay, now I need to look towards like what's next? What's next for me? It doesn't mean that we forgot the person or the thing that we lost. It just means that now we have this new journey to go on and that is our future so some signs of a person who may be in the acceptance um, stage of grief they may start to feel hopeful again because before they may feel like you know there was no reason to live or just you know there's no need to do anything because you know there's nothing that can be done because just hopeless okay but a person who's experiencing acceptance they're feeling hopeful and they're seeking new meaning and when I say seeking new meaning they're trying to figure out what is next what's the next part of their life okay and then another type of sign that could show that a person um, has come to the stage of acceptance they they might feel more secure so with the previous five grieve uh, grieving stages you may feel like you're on shaky ground like you don't feel like anything is stable you don't know where you know how you're feeling you don't know what's going to go on right now or later or at this point or at that point so you may kind of feel shaky but a person who's going through acceptance they actually may start to feel more secure you know what I'm saying they they're they're able to um, stick to some type of a consistent schedule or some type of a routine or something they're feeling more secure about where they are right now okay so for people who get to the stage of acceptance what I have learned is a lot of times people feel like oh well I have to forget about the person or the thing that I lost um, while I'm on this journey of going forward you don't have to forget about that person or the thing that you lost or the relationship or whatever the loss was. You don't have to forget about it. Okay. You don't have to like leave that person, you know what I'm saying, behind. But what it's saying is acceptance is coming to terms with what happened that brought you to this grief and loss process. Um, I think for me, um, I, I've been kind of nervous about the acceptance part. Because I always thought like that, like, oh, if I accept that it happened and I move forward, I'm going to be leaving her behind, leaving my mom behind. Um, and that's just not true. It's it's not true. Um, I take her memories with me all the time. Um, I take, you know, the the pictures that I have of her, all of those different things. And sometimes things that go on, like in my life, they remind me of her or when she would laugh at something. And so it would just kind of like give me, you know, joy in that sense. So it's, it's not, you're not leaving that person or that thing behind, but we don't want to get into a place where we are stuck, where we're stuck in grief and loss and we never move past that and we never look towards the future of what could be or anything like that. So acceptance really helps kind of bring that all into the forefront and just gives you, you know what I'm saying, this place where you're just like, okay, I, I, I experienced denial. I experienced shock. I tried to bargain and get it together. You know what I'm saying? I was angry. I had my angry moments um, and all this different stuff. But now... I'm at a place where I'm like, okay, this did happen. You know what I'm saying? But I, I'm looking forward to what's to come. And I want to stress that there is something amazing that's to come. 
you know what I'm saying? There's so many different things. I don't know anybody's like personal life, but just speaking for myself, I know that there's so many great things um, that I have to look forward to. And my life didn't stop because my mom passed. Yes, I, you know, I embraced my mom. I loved my mom. You know what I'm saying? I centered my life around my mom, but my life will continue even after she, you know, saying that she's passed. And I think a lot of times if we're not careful and we don't make it to a place of acceptance, we kind of get stuck in this loop. And it's a loop where we don't we don't move. We don't look forward to the future. We don't make plans. We don't do anything like that. We just kind of, you know, we kind of sway wherever the wind blows us. And I know it's easy to get into that place um, where you're just kind of like, if I do, if I do, if I don't, I don't kind of thing. But there's so much to look forward to. And I keep saying that because I really hope that it resonates with somebody that there is more to look forward to. Yes, we've lost things. Yes, we've lost people. But our lives don't stop right there. So with acceptance, I love how in the definition it talks about, um, like where it says, embracing the, pre uh, the present, both good and bad, um, in order to shape your future. Sometimes the things that we lost actually help shape who we are as people to prepare us for our future. Okay. Um, some things or like some places or some things that we have to look forward to in the future, we would have never done or never encountered or never thought about, you know what I'm saying? If we were still in the place that we were. Um, I know for me, um, my mom all the time, you know, she was stressed to me, Ashley, I want you to live. I want you to live, you know, and I, I you know, I'll listen to yourself. I'm like, yeah, mom, I'm living, but I really wasn't living. You know, I was just kind of like almost in a sense of like existing. Um, but she stressed that so much. She's like, Ashley, I want you to live. You're young. You know what I'm saying? Beautiful. I want you to live. I want, you know, she's say, I mean, she used to say with her heart, like, I want you to live. And, uh, you know, again, like I said, I just kind of was like, mom, I'm living. But deep down, I, I knew that I was not living. Um, and so when she passed away, it's so crazy because I, I thought about that. A couple of days ago uh, when I was thinking about it and I remember how passionate she used to say I want you to live and I know that my mom would be so mad with me if she knew like I was just allowing myself to you know what I'm saying kind of lay down in this this spot and not move and not make plans for the future or not think about what's to come. Some there's some days where I'm just kind of like, well, whatever. If this happens, it happens. If it doesn't, I'm not tripping. It's not a big deal. But you know what I'm saying? It's a thing of like making a plan for your future. Well, first before even making a plan, understanding that you do have a future. And so like when my mom passed and I was thinking about that, you know what I'm saying? I thought about how she would be so upset with me that I was not living. You know what I'm saying? I that that was always the thing that just kind of like kept me going. Like you know, my mom's here. She'd be mad that I'm not, you know, allowing myself to live. That I'm just kind of like I'm in this, you know, I'm in this place. Because like I said before, there's nothing wrong with having your feelings and, and and embracing what they are and dealing with them. You know what I'm saying? But at some point, we have to get up. You know, um, and so there was a time where I was just like in that that place of just like I can't I, I don't want to get up but I had to you know remind myself like you have to get up you have to keep moving you know what I'm saying but you can't stay in this place this place was not supposed to be permanent 
You know what I'm saying? There's I I've heard a saying where it was like, you know what I'm saying, just don't um don't just go through hell, like get through it. You know what I'm saying? Don't stay there. You know what I'm saying? Don't stay in this place because you're not meant to stay there. You know what I'm saying? We walk through different things. We go through different things, but we're not meant to stay there. We're meant to, you know, not just walk through it, but like get through it. So I'm saying that to say when it comes to your future, it may not seem like right now that there is one. You know, I don't know what stage you are in, um, in the grief and loss process, but there is a future after this. There is. There's light at the end of the tunnel. You know, there is opportunity and things that you probably never thought that you would do or never thought you would have access to. Those things are available. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, we don't we don't forget what we lost. We don't forget the person or the people or the thing that we lost. We do not forget. You know, and I like I said, I think that that I think that's why a lot of times um, the acceptance stage seems so far to get to, because sometimes people feel like, well, if I if I accept it and I move on, then I'm leaving that person behind. So I, for for example, I actually heard that that saying, and it really uh, it really hit me because I felt like that's kind of where I was a little bit. So if you know me, I'm a medical drama junkie i love all the medical dramas and i had recently started um watching new amsterdam and um in the show i'm not i hope i'm not spoiling it for anybody but <laughs> like in the show um the main character loses his wife and um he was talking to one of the friends at the hospital and he was just like i don't want to move on because if i move on you know what i'm saying i have to leave her behind and i never could articulate why what i was feeling but that exact feeling, that exact thing that he said was exactly how I was feeling for a while. Like, I can't like I can't move on because I, I, mean, I can't go on to my future. Like I'm leaving my mom behind. I don't want to like leave her behind, but we're not leaving them behind. We're not leaving the people or the person or the thing behind. But we can't stay in one place or we can't stay in this place of just constant despair and nothing's going to get better and I'm going to be like this forever like we can't stay here we can't stay here so when I come back I'm going to give you some tips to help with acceptance and to not only help you with the acceptance part but to also kind of help with moving towards the future so stay with me I'll be right back Hey, everybody, welcome back. So previously, I spoke about acceptance and acceptance is embracing the present, both good and bad in the process of getting prepared for the future. So after we've gone through the previous five stages of grief, acceptance is almost kind of like um, the light at the end of the tunnel. It's like we're finally begin beginning to see that there is more than just this dark place that we are in and which is so important and I also kind of spoke about how like a lot of times with acceptance a lot of people are kind of hesitant towards it because that means that they finally have to feel well they feel like they have to be like oh well I have to leave this person or these people or this thing behind and they don't want to uh, break that 
connection so they feel as though acceptance means that it's almost kind of like erasing you know what I'm saying what they lost but I'm here to tell you that does not mean that if once you accept where things are that doesn't mean that you're leaving anybody behind or anything behind it just means that you are understanding that there's a future that there's more than where you are right now that there's so much more to look forward to so many things that are are waiting for you um and ready for you to embrace so acceptance does not mean forgetting it just means looking forward so here are four tips that have helped with with me like I say all the time I'm not a licensed therapist or a psychologist psychiatrist anything like that but as a person who has been going through grief and loss for the last seven months um, these are things that's just kind of been helping me okay number one visit those old dreams what are some things that you had just kind of been putting off to the back burner um, for whatever reason, you know, whether it was, you know, you were kind of taking time to focus on, you know, the person or the people that you may have lost. Like, what are those old dreams? Like, I know for me, like when my mom got sick, you know, saying there were a lot of things that I wanted to do previously, but my mom got sick and there were some things that I did have to put on the back burner because I did want to make sure that she was taken care of. Um, and I don't, you know, blame her for any of the things I did not get to do, but you know, sometimes for the people we love we do make you know those sacrifices for them she made sacrifices for me um and I may you know made those sacrifices for her so what I'm doing now is I'm you know pulling up the the old dreams that I had you know when I was fresh out of high school and you know different things like that so revisit those old dreams and some like the best thing about that is sometimes it depends on what those dreams are sometimes it's like the nostalgia is crazy you're like oh my god I remember this and you know stuff like that so revisit those old dreams allow yourself to go back and dig up those things um that gave you joy those things that you know saying made you want to get out of bed in the morning those things that you were so excited about okay number two create a plan this is important because a lot of times we just do things just all willy-nilly just no no direction almost kind of like um doing out archery and we just kind of like shoot like with no direction or anything like that and then we're surprised when we don't hit anything so create a plan this is like this is your time this is this is free space that you have now what do you want for your future and there's so many different ways you can plan sometimes people plan for three months six months a year three years five years ten years you know what i'm saying whatever works for you me i have to start small <laughs> Like, like I have to, I have to start small because it's, it, it's a, it could be a very overwhelming thing when you know you have this whole span of availability and you're like, okay, so <laughs> what am, what am I supposed to do? So I usually start small. Like, what do I want to see in a month? Okay. Um, some people they're able to be like, okay, this is what I want next year. And if that's you, kudos to you. God bless you. Cause like, yeah, but, um, yeah, create a plan. What do you want to see? What do you want to do? And what I love so much is it does not have to be something that is like to the T perfect. Okay. Um, usually I have, um, I have a friend, she calls, um, her thing like a splatter pad. 
she just writes it all over the paper you know what i'm saying she doesn't um try to make it super duper perfect the first go around she just splatter pads it out and then after that then she begins to put things in order so sometimes that helps as well just get it on paper first okay don't it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't even have to be spelled correctly like get it on paper first and then begin to get it in order of how you want it okay number three hold yourself accountable this is very important this is very 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 important because a lot of times we will make plans and this is even like with new year's resolutions like we will make plans and you know what i'm saying make the make the template super cute and decorate it and like put it on our wall and you know what I'm saying um make a big old vision board and do all of this different stuff and then it just becomes something to look at something to say well i did it hold yourself accountable for whatever is on that plan for you because remember you have open availability now Okay. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're building your future. You're getting your future ready and you have to get in the mindset of, I can't just go into my future any kind of way. I can't just be swayed wherever the wind blows. No, you got to have something that's sustainable to be able to stand on while you're headed towards your future. So hold, hold yourself accountable, get you an accountability partner as well. Like it's, you know, whatever you need some, and a lot of people think like, Oh, well, if I get an accountability partner, that's technically not me being accountable. Yes, it is because you're understanding that you yourself will need help. And that there's nothing wrong with asking for help. You know what I'm saying? Have an accountability partner, you know what I'm saying? Where y'all check in at the end of the week and y'all just kind of like talk it out about, you know, what your goal is. Or if they're doing the same thing, y'all just kind of hold each other, you know, accountable. But sometimes holding yourself accountable is realizing that it's the scope is bigger than you and you need help until you can get in a place where you are sustainable. Okay. And number four, let's get excited about our future let's let's get excited it may not look like things are going in the direction that you want them to go um you still may be feeling some of the the weight of the loss but there's such an amazing future for you it's available it's there um and it just takes the it takes realizing it like wrapping your mind around it because I can get behind this mic and tell you all day you got a future you got a future you got a future but if you don't believe that you won't put in the work and the steps that is needed in order for you to be able to make plans for it so you have to get in your mind first that you do have a future past the thing that you lost or past the person or people that you lost you have to understand that there is light at the end of the tunnel and this is not the permanent place to be you know so I hope that you take all of this information in I just want to review the four steps um, that I've been using to help with acceptance number one revisit old dreams pick back up whatever craft, whatever activity, whatever, whatever hobby, whatever you've been wanting to do, pick that back up. Number two, create a plan. What do you want your future to look like? Don't just walk into it with no, with no plan or, or nothing to bring to it. Create a plan. 
Three, hold yourself accountable. And like I said, sometimes holding yourself accountable means that you realize that this is too much for you to do by yourself and you need support. Get you some support, whether it's a person, whether it's you know a group of people, whether it's your church family, whether it's your therapist, whatever, your work friends. You know what I'm saying? Hold yourself accountable for the plan that you set for your future. And number four, let's get excited about the fact that there is a future for us after grief and loss and that there is light at the end of this tunnel and this trouble that we're feeling is not going to last always so I hope that this episode um, was some light for you was some encouragement was you know something that maybe um, said some things that you had been saying in your mind that kind of made you hesitant about acceptance Um, I hope that you know you take that you're taking this in and that you're allowing yourself um, to live you're allowing yourself to live live to the fullest extent past this point so next week I'm going to be talking about processing so of course you know we um, we accept it but then of course there's still things that we of course need to process and we need to get together and you know figure some things out um, but acceptance is that first part you know, saying that's that first part towards getting over this hill. So make sure that you tune in next week for part seven and the end of the series growing through grief. Have a good week. Bye.